0: In a world where best laid plans go astray, there are two separate but equally important groups those who create history with their stupidity and the Shit Show podcast that covers them. These are their stories. Hello and welcome to Shit Show. I am Gus. Rig is opposite me. Hello, this is Rig. This uh, is my voice. God, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> this is Shit Show, where we showcase the greatest dumpster fires through history and present. So, <laughs> okay. The present, past and present, through history and all present. Let's carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to reiterate, we are looking at <laughs> things that have happened at some point in space time. <laughs> <laughs> Bad things. Rick has the segments. I sure do. And the first one is Trainwreck Trophy. Oh, so we're jumping right in. Oh. Oh, sorry. How are you? I, I, you know, well, oh. we, we've <laughs> literally said no words to each other this whole time. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I feel realize... like we d- we just walk in and we make a pact not to talk to each other until the microphones are on. I didn't realize that my inner monologue had been so transparent. <laughs> you are fine. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I. It's like a reading comprehension thing. Yeah. Rig is fine. fine. He's okay. He's I'm fine. To- I'm totally Things fine. Things at home are. Pleasant. Pleasant. They're, they're possible. They're fine. I, I spent the whole day on the computer for work. I have not showered, so I'm adding new notes to the already powerful musk that permeates through the dungeon. It's a bouquet of terror. <laughs> and you wonder that, why I said no that, words to you. Oh, my God. You are on fire with our album names. <laughs> bouquet of terror coming summer of 2021. Oh. Such a good lead up. We've got a lot of socials to bust out before that. <laughs> anyway, Riggy's going to dive in with Trainwreck Trophy. He's gone through the uh, annals, and by annals, I mean recent seven days of news <laughs> and found <laughs> the most delicious pieces of humor fruit, which he is going to feed to me while he fans me, old school Roman style. <laughs> Play the music. You are so unbelievably close to missing the, the cue again. That was the hockey stop on the edge of the glacier. And I know. Th- that was, as you said, across the mic of a uh, commentary gig that we did recently in front of children... A bee's dick away from being a problem. <laughs> kids don't know what "dick" means. No, they didn't then, but they sure did thirty minutes later, <laughs> while parents lied to their kids' faces. <laughs> All right, so train wreck number one. We are going to the far east. Oh, play the music. Crack, crack the clairvoyant. No <laughs> <laughs> Further the east mystical, no, no, no. Far east <laughs> Further east East of Homebush East of Stanmore East of Middle East <laughs> <laughs> So we're in China Sure Play the music Yeah, we're in a corner there. We are two straight white men. And we realized that there really wasn't much that we could do with that bit. (laughs) There certainly wasn't. So in China, an 11-year-old boy goes to the doctor and he is complaining of a sore stomach. You know how much I love stories that start with, insert person walks into medical facility. I thought you were about to say, children in pain. No, And I'm like, don't bring that on the show. Pet or child. anyway. <laughs> so he goes in to the hospital and the doctor says, uh, he's complaining of stomach pain and the doctor says, have you eaten anything weird? No, says the boy. Have you been hurt in the stomach in any way or sustained any kind of trauma? No. Run me through your day then, young man. Okay, well, like I said, nothing out of the ordinary went to school, studied when I got home, had dinner with my parents, and then stuck 70 metal balls into my dick. Oh! So uh-huh. yeah, pretty normal <laughs> Tuesday for me. Oh dear. <laughs> Seven, zero. <laughs> Seventy. <laughs> One more than 69, (laughs) one less than 71. Actually, (laughs) it's a lot more than 69. Holy shit. That is a sex act from the top shelf. So, as we mentioned before, you know what? Maybe children do know what dicks are. (laughs) 70. Impressive. Everything you've been told about Asians is wrong. (laughs) So these are five millimetre metal balls that he put into his dick. He needed God. two hour surgery to remove them from his bladder. Oh, hold on. So, wh- like in the dick hole? Like yeah, de- yeah, in the like urethra? in it. There's no other way in. No, I th- I've just assumed that he had an enormous foreskin. It's like, skin. S- <laughs> it's like the, the middle of an adventure film. There's no other way in. <laughs> We've got oh. to go straight up <laughs> the dick hole. Oh, no. It, uh, do you know the, oh, the craziest thing about this was the second half of the article. Because it's not even the first time. They get two to three cases a year with boys aged between 10 and 15. And it's not always little metal balls in other cases. And I want you to clench your chair extra tight (laughs) for what I'm about to tell you. In other cases, doctors have had to remove items such as electric wires. Oh, Jesus. And wait for it. Needles. (laughs) That's a rig. (laughs) Someone, somewhere is watching this in a vulnerable position <laughs> and they just crashed. <laughs> Most people. Watching? If, whoever's watching our <laughs> podcast, <Jeez>. my God, <laughs> you... you can see sound and that is amazing. <laughs> Please get in touch you're like, via telepathy. <laughs> you're like every event planner since the beginning <laughs> of the time. Those speakers look loud. Can you turn them down before we start? <laughs> I can taste sound. <laughs> oh. oh. Ah. It's mental. How? But look, it, it does. It does make you really just, uh, <laughs> just clench <laughs> oh, all know. parts of your nether regions. And I'm fine because, like, I had to read this. First you're aware off, of this, so I'm. A, I knew what was coming. But even still, my sack just went, oh, just tightened right up. And do you know what? My question is this: How bored do you need to be in China? You literally, ma- like, you're Chinese. The people make everything in the known world, including all sorts of entertainment. How many options do you need to spurn in order to do this? I'll answer this in two parts. The first one is, I'm pretty sure China has blocked the entire internet, so kids <laughs> have nothing to do. The second part is, is a kid, he got nothing going on, can't drive, can't go anywhere, has no money, can't drink. But I like, I just, I mean. Okay, so there are a bunch of entertainment... I defy you, Rick. If if you're alone in a room with (laughs) 75mm balls and nothing else to do and no internet, I've spent a lot of time with you. Eventually, you have one of those 5mm balls and you're going, well, there's only one way way in. in." (laughs) You really should have made that clear and said 70 times 5mm. I was thinking of these giant (laughs) 75mm balls that I'm shoving up my urethra. But, Ugh. like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, you have all these forms of entertainment. Don't, don't give me that, right? Because, like, once upon a time... Like, our parents used to go outside and, you know, put tyres down the street and hit it with a stick. You I, know? S- I like, still don't believe any of that. No, it's... I don't know, believe any of that. They, 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 they used... were shoving five-millimeter balls down their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Or I mean, it could go the complete other way. Maybe that is the top of the entertainment food chain in China. It's like <laughs> shove metal balls in my dick, then Pokemon Go. <laughs> the apex then soccer predator in the field. <laughs> the apex predator of entertainment in China <laughs> is five millimeter balls like down what the it, dick like, like that's the normal thing. I was like, hey, uh, we're about to go outside and play soccer in the field. Nah, man. I'm just going to chill fine. tonight and just shove these needles up my dick. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It's so hectic. <laughs> What's the second one? I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> okay. You, can, you have really made this come to life. I thought you were about to say, <laughs> <laughs> you've ruined dicks for me. <laughs> I, d- I just need to go upstairs for a little bit. We'll keep recording in a second <laughs> and totally shove something else in my dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to walk like you're on stilettos up the <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trailer number two. <clears throat> so, there is a a woman who has been arrested over in America, who has been arrested for the following reason. So, according to documents, forty year old Rihanna Renee Nivens partied with at least twelve minors. Well, the, children, we're, we're the, children. the children, not the birds. The uh, children, not the birds. I was thinking the but, un- the underground <laughs> <Petra> child. <laughs> Pet or child has never been so <laughs> apt. <Twelve. laughs> so here's here's the thing. It's you, you're going to prison. Did you party with twelve small birds? <laughs> Option B, did you party with twelve small children? <laughs> or C, did you party with twelve midget underground miners? <laughs> <laughs> D, all of the above. <laughs> all of the above. That is one hell of a party. Oh, uh, right. So, yeah, she's she's partying with at least 12 minors, the children, ranging in ages of 14 to 17 on February 9 of this year, but she's just facing the charges now. So, at the party, minors drank alcohol and smoked marijuana. Sounds like a pretty good time. Yeah. Uh, she's someone's mum. And she's drinking with, with them and, and uh, getting high and doing all that stuff. No. Which, look, already is kind of like... yep. You know, (laughs) you've gone a a bit too far. You should feel bad. You've lived your life. You don't need to party with kids. It's time for the kids to come into their own. But she does this then. She, quote, put on a risque outfit, which they described as red and black lingerie, which exposed the defendant's breasts, buttocks, and vagina. I knew that there was a possibility this was going in that direction. And because this is... 2019. At least one minor recorded the events. Again, the child, not the bird, but you could imagine how impressive that would be. Wow, strap an iPhone to a minor's head. Yeah, and uh, and that and that's basically what she's she's doing now. And gave lap dances to several of the kids. Now, so many questions. Number one, straight off the bat, why? Why in the fresh hell would you ever be partying with minors as a 40 year old woman? I, I want to know what the gateway crime is here. It's like, because this is the end of the road, is the first one that she was like, hmm, I'll give the kids a drink. And while I'm at it, I'll have a drink with them. And then it progressed. It's like, hmm, well, I need to pick me up. So I'll have a line of Coke. guess <laughs> the kids should have a line of... Like, there's no way yeah, that this progresses how, how does it, properly. How, how does it start with a dry, crisp Chardonnay and end up with you in black and red lingerie showing everyone your goodies. Uh, It's hectic, right? What is it about kids and drinking makes you want to strip off and lap dance? Like, in my experience, being around kids forces you to drink and leave the immediate vicinity. Yeah, she certainly was not in (laughs) her right mind, I'd say. But also, uh, what is it with kids and being in scenarios like this? I reckon it was a 17-year-old filming and going... The internet needs to see this. People (laughs) need to see this. It's like, guys, all of this is going badly. I I love like you're giving him an internal monologue like a photographer at the Million Man March. (laughs) Exactly. As part of the civil rights movement. People (laughs) need need to to see see this. this. (laughs) But number two, minors don't show up like that to an adult's house. Meaning one of these kids has to be her son. Yeah, for sure. Like, could you imagine the horror of some kid surrounded by his friends, his retinas burning after having to see his mother's fruit basket on display? I'm going to put it out there and say it's not the first time. I, I, reckon, oh. I reckon it's the first time she's been caught. But he's, like, he's looking at this scarred for life because he can literally see where he came from. Oh, yuck. He's staring at his origin oh, story, that Gus. Is, that is rough. <laughs> you you have come into this episode <laughs> with a fresh anatomy <laughs> lesson for literally all of the ears <laughs> fucking hell oh so that's number 2 <laughs> oh, please let number 3 not be a woman in red and black lingerie <laughs> dancing down the dick hole of a young chinese boy <laughs> Because I cannot do it, my heart can't take it, and my dick, sure as hell, can't take it. I'll leave you to decipher what that means. No one knows; it's a mystery still. Aliens are going to decipher this and be like, <laughs> oh, "This is more no intelligent that? life on Earth." <laughs> Train at number three. So, this one's brought to us by shit show is supreme alistair aiken this oh, kid good this kid is prolific he's like the beatles he's just got a stupidly high strike rate yeah and a, who, all who, the hits and whoever the deck of records is that passed this kid up to signing him we're going to get him in the studio because he is thirsty for the pipe oh, he's got, I was about to, he's got an, an absolute hunger for the shit yeah he, it's he, ridiculous he, he can't stop won't stop no he, he literally, he's he's the ditty. Of providing us, <laughs> of providing us stuff. Uh, but he's he's an absolute legend. Shout out to Alistair Aiken, the double A. So we head now to Ukraine or Russia Junior for <laughs> those of us playing at home. Crimea River, yeah, go on, <laughs> come on. And it wouldn't be Russia or Russia Junior without a man doing crazy shit like taking a gun shooting himself from close range to test the effectiveness of a bulletproof vest. What the fuck is wrong with people? (laughs) Spoiler alert, review for the vest, one star. (laughs) So this guy, he's got a fucking pistol in his hand. And he, and he, he's like psyching himself up. You know when people like psych themselves up to do stuff. And, and he goes, <laughs> "No, Rig, I've never watched someone put a bulletproof vest on, <laughs> cock a pistol, and shoot themselves in the abdomen because what? I'm a normal person." Well, you need to see this video then because I've now seen it. Oh, so it's a YouTube thing. Oh, it's <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 weird Russian YouTube. I don't know what it is. But God, how bad is stuff in the Ukraine? This guy's like, I got to get out of here somehow. Oh yeah. I'm going to be a star. It's so intense. So he's psyching himself up. The guy yells out, That's it. Fuck it. Donbass shoots himself and immediately goes down. So Donbass is the name of the town that they <laughs> live in, which is fitting because it sounds like dumbass, yeah. first off. But it's also hilarious. That's like me screaming, <laughs> Ah, thug life, stand more. <laughs> I assumed that Don Bass was the producer of the vests. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to get some kind of sponsorship. Ah! I thought it. I thought Kevlar. (laughs) Oh, this stuff doesn't work. I thought it was actually a local crime crime lord who was also a fish. It's Don Bass. It's a delightful smoked cod. (laughs) (laughs) He's just yelling whatever comes into his head. So. You see this on, on video, and he turns... So he's turned the gun around. He's put a he's, hole in he's himself. He's gone, bang, and he's he's dropped to the floor. He's made his mate is laughing and making quintessential Russian jokes like, lol, you dying, bro? <laughs> <laughs> While he's filming him. That is until he's like, wait, are you actually dying? <laughs> now, reports... That's a lot of blood on it, the floor of Donbass. I Don know, Bass. I know, I know. So reports say the gun was actually registered in Swansea, Wales which is Ooh, bizarre. It's a really long way for that pistol to travel. Which is where a female shopper this week took a public shit on a street corner in the shopping district. You're the worst. It was there <laughs> the 90 worst. minutes you, later you, and by that time someone had already this stepped is in wo- it. One of your worst efforts. Surprise. That's, that's hackneyed. Surprise. That's hackneyed. Take, <laughs> a, take a long hard look at yourself. Surprise, who's in the news? Play the song. Who can it be now? Who can it be now? Who can it be now? You've become everything you hate. You are... <laughs> no, I love a, this. You're a dead set hack. No, no, no. Do you know that, what? That was ham-fisted you, and you, in there. And, no, and you know what? I have no shame. And you knew this about me before we became friends. And oh. when we became friends, and even now, I wake up in the morning and I text you repeatedly that I'm shameless. I, and you keep telling me to stop sending it <laughs> to you, but I will not stop because I am. I want to make it very clear that Rig does not text me that he is shameless every morning. It's just a picture of him trying to ram things down his dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess in picture form, picture tells a thousand words. <laughs> really does ram home the fact. <laughs> tells um, a thousand, <laughs> tells a thousand five millimeter balls. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean that one was what it was. At least it was short. Yep. Didn't short didn't sweet. waste too much of everybody's time with the <laughs> fucking preamble. And I love how you were saying like that. W- that was hackneyed or whatever. But you know what? That's not what i measure it against. My metric is that you don't see it coming, and you didn't. <laughs> no. You certain, were hook, line, and figure You're like, oh certain, wow, that gun was not. registered in Wales. Yeah, you idiot. You oh, absolute. absolute I, was ra- I was right in full. there. Look, you are a jester, and you are <laughs> playing to the fiddle that <laughs> I have in my arms. Are you an idiot? You're presenting a segment called Surprise Poos in the News. <laughs> that is the most jestery segment <laughs> since the beginning of Jesterdom. No. You were going to be put in the stocks. We can't do that. Yeah, We've been told co- by Gurg are, so you many are, times you are just that the dungeon no. is not a real dungeon. No, you are going to get shit hurled at your face. <laughs> I'm going to get this shit that's been on the wall for so long and rub it on your dog fur. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is it poison? Don't know. Don't Let's know. find out. Could be. <laughs> right. So, but no, back to it. Unconfirmed reports say the guy actually died. But there's no evidence to back up. No, that that's unconfirmed. No, no, no. Because it's Let's just, assume he lived. I love how they say they're just like, oh, he died, but it's literally just because like the Facebook video Stops. finished. So it's just like, he dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the investigative journalist? It's gone. Well, that was his whole life on film. Guess he's dead. Yeah, it's literally like having on one frame a person with his hands doing jazz hands towards a tree like magic, and then suddenly he's pivoting over and like a gum nut drops down from a tree. It's obviously not magic. That's a phenomenal art house movie. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) That was the deleted scenes from American Beauty. (laughs) (laughs) They went for the plastic bag instead. (laughs) So, but Uh. but apparently even like, so the bullet apparently didn't puncture the, the vest. So the vest actually worked, but apparently a bullet... Can provide so much kinetic energy that can literally tear your internal organs, oh, even though it doesn't I'm, puncture. I'm not surprised by it. It's a bullet. Like at, at what point have, has anybody looked at a gun and gone, "Yeah, what's that going to do?" It's like it's fuck like a bullet. Yeah, it's going to rip through your insides. Yeah, exactly. It right. is as advertised. Uh, it, exactly <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's a piece of flying metal going at hundreds <laughs> of miles with, an hour. Yeah designed to destroy the thing you're wearing. Exactly. It's something that is as small as your dickhole and <laughs> could fit just as easily down it. But no, that is train wreck trophy for this <laughs> week. Train wreck number one, 70 times 5 millimeter balls <coughs> <laughs> in, in the dickhole of a Chinese boy. Do we have train wreck number two? I want you to think about whether you you <laughs> thought that you would ever say that sentence and to everybody <laughs> who is tuning in going wow, I heard good things. This is real weird. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the show. Welcome. <laughs> this, this should be the one that we give to people at the beginning and be like what? which episode do you recommend? This one. <laughs> the Chinese dickhole one. Dick one. Train wreck number two. That contender being the Mother doing a lap dance <laughs> for minors and scarring her kids forever. Slash birds. Yep, slash birds. Or tray rack number three, crazy Russian slash Ukrainian shooting himself only to <laughs> test the effectiveness of a vest. Oh, you really, really can't go past a kid cramming 70 like ball bearings down yep. his dick hole. Like, I know that's. That's insanity. I, I mean, I knew the, 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 I knew it was a winner as soon as I saw it. It's a it's a home run. Uh, yeah. The the mum doing lap dances for kids is weird, and she should do hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume once a prison finds out about it, uh, she will do hard time. Uh, however, yeah, it's de- definitely number one. Yeah, great. So Chinese boy balls up your dickhole. You've won the train wreck trophy. <laughs> Play the sound. Shuck. You suck! So severe. Oh. Also, just the description. <laughs> balls up your dickhole. It, it's evocative. I mean, the mind boggles. I paint a picture with a thousand balls. <laughs> I'd prefer a picture. Those words <laughs> were disturbing. <laughs> you know I'm a words man. Oh. Numbers, no dice. <laughs> words all the way. Oh. Get on my canvas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is uh, the end of Trainwreck Trophy, which means that it's time to throw across to our review segment, our most loved segment in the eyes of uh, the listeners that decide to write in. Which is unfair because surprise (laughs) boos in the news. It's is, it's get, it's getting a it's lot getting of fans traction. Out. It, it is getting traction. We're getting, getting a lot of things. It's getting traction from the degenerates. Uh, however, <laughs> the, the core, the core listeners, the uh, the the majority, prefer one star reservoir. You sound like an old white man. The silent majority, the faceless few, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, <laughs> the power brokers behind <laughs> shit show. What you don't know is that most people who listen to this show. Stay for the poos in the news. <laughs> we reel them in with the one star, but they stay, <laughs> but for, the they poo. stay for the poo. <laughs> no one wants to admit it. People do it in the comfort of their own homes. Shout out to my surrounded by no one. <laughs> Shout to my fellow poo freaks and, <laughs> and dog smearers. <laughs> Which means it is time for one star reservoir. That is where Rick has gone away and found the best one star reviews of literally anything in existence ever. Cue the anthem. <laughs> You! I wanna take you to a one star. I wanna take you to a one star. I wanna take you to a one star. One star reservoir. Wow! And boy, do I have a week for you. (laughs) I cannot. If it's a Chinese boy reviewing five millimeter balls, (laughs) I will fucking lose it. I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told a Swedish cop. Prepare to sweat. (laughs) I met this girl on Tinder. I really should have learned. She seemed cute enough and the conversation wasn't as stale as the other matches I had, so we decided to meet up over coffee. Thought that was the start of a poem. (coughs) Again, third ep in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Cue the day of. I go to pick her up at her house. I knock on the door and she opens. She was, to say the least... She opened the door? Yep. She was, to say the least, not at all like her pictures. She was much bigger and her face didn't even look the same. I'm already... I'm already disappointed, but I'm already here, and it would be rude to back out now. We get to Starbucks, and she gets me to order for her because I just can't handle that right now. Okay. (laughs) Red flag immediately. (laughs) So many. We send up a flare. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) We sit down, and I'm already counting the minutes until it wouldn't be rude to call it a night. (laughs) We start talking. Well, I start talking. (laughs) (laughs) the most i can get out of her is yes no or a slight laugh if i tell a joke from talking to her like this i find out she's actually only her she's only 18 her profile said 21 which is my age not a huge deal but i wouldn't have gone out with her had i known that before eventually i ask her what she does immediately in one breath she screams out I'm so glad you asked me. I'm a professional clown. Want to hear my clown laugh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. All fears. All fears have been recognised. They were all real. I am mortified. <laughs> the entire coffee shop turns to look and she is oblivious to it. Suddenly, she is no longer this weird, shy girl. She starts telling me all these stories about her clown adventures. This goes on for probably eight minutes. Everyone around is snickering and obviously listening in on it. Not that they had much choice. (laughs) She then tells me loudly how her boss and one of her co-workers propositioned her for a three-way. She goes on to say... That is not out of the clown script. (laughs) That is some dark circus. That is, appropriately, bonkers. (laughs) She goes on to say, yeah, I thought about it, but he's 40 and I was 17 at the time, so I decided not to. Plus, we were doing a child's birthday party at the time, so it might not have been appropriate. (laughs) Weirdly, that was exactly the same story (laughs) we are talking about (laughs) in Trainwreck. (laughs) She was the clown while the mum in red and black lingerie (laughs) (laughs) stripped for a bunch of kids. Because that mum knows how to party. (laughs) And you know what kids love? Clowns. (laughs) But also, three ways. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as she says that, a girl in the corner of the coffee shop lets out a stifled laugh. My date notices and goes beat red. I suggest maybe we should call it a night because I had an exam the next day. She saw through my lie but went with it. A few minutes later, I realise tomorrow was Sunday. (laughs) I drive her home. Awkward silence follows for the 15-minute drive. We arrive. I stay silent and don't get out of the car. She sits there for a bit, not saying anything. I say... So, and what follows next is 100% true. She said this. I can't ever forget it. She blurts out, want to come inside and have sex while my cats watch? Yeah, she said that. (laughs) I stay silent about 10 seconds because I don't know what to say. I eventually say, I uh, don't have any condoms. Sorry. She gets the message and leaves. I hightail it out of there and never spoke to her again. One star Good uh, lord One star from the cats too They were promised a show When she was leaving she's like Look You'll be alone for a while But it'll all be worth it in the end the Cats are like you are so fucking odd righty. Here's number two My wife and I have just returned from a two week tour of China A trip we will never repeat We flew Air China business class, which is more like coach class in the 1920s. Service and professionalism was medieval, with comments like, Why are you so old? People want to go to China. China more for young people. (laughs) For for what? (laughs) By the staff? Yeah. Holy shit. And when my wife asked for bottled water, the reply was, You old Western people funny. We Chinese have tap water. And that was on the flight there. (laughs) This godforsaken country they call China was the pits. The scum of the earth, and in the heart of Beijing, my, my wife was doused with rotten chicken offal thrown by a restaurant worker. Straight out of a bucket and onto the street, covering my wife. No apology. In fact, quite the opposite. He smiled and laughed, and to add insult to injury, a police officer came over to see the commotion and manhandled my wife, instructing her to pick up all the crap the restaurant worker threw out on the street. <laughs> As for hygiene, it's non-existent. Every second man, woman, or child spits mucus balls continuously everywhere in public. It's a freaking epidemic just waiting to happen. The flight back from this hellhole of a country was no better. No Western-style food, no biscuits, abysmal coffee, and here's the clangor. We had one of the original flight attendants from the journey over, and she remembered us and this time said, You going home now? Lucky you no-have-heart-attack in China, you very old. (coughs) We are early (laughs) 70s. To sum up the entire, st- entire start to finish China trip, the worst airline imaginable, the people are childish at every age, insincere, disingenuous and disgusting. As so many tourists over there said, the Great Wall of China was built for a reason, to keep the Chinese in and us out, and it should stay that way. Oh. He went real 70-year-old right at the end there. And a one-star review from none other than Senator Pauline Hansen <laughs> direct from Riggs' mouth to your ears. <laughs> no, we're kidding. She would never go to China. No, she um, wouldn't. You can't review a country. That's insanity. Well, I think he's he's obviously reviewed Air China and then just gone, the you know what, <coughs> fuck it, the gloves are off. It's, All of China. It's the Uber guy who it has is. reviewed a nurse. And given the guy who was having a <laughs> dead set snake <laughs> anaphylactic shock, one star. Uh, but also, just that scenario of, uh, that is China as advertised. Yeah. What the fuck were they reading beforehand? I don't know. I have no desire to go to China. No, I've I've been for work and I wouldn't go back. But yeah. I, I also wouldn't post a one star review because it was as advertised. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And it's one of those things where, like, if people were just... you just like, oh, I just came back from China. And they would be like, oh, okay, how was it? And you're just like, no. And that's <laughs> that is literally all you say. Yeah. Okay. What's the third one? Third one is this. <clears throat> so, this one's brought to us by Xavier O'Halloran, a.k.a. Professor X. Oh, yes. X marks the spot. Exactly. I called him that and he left me on scene. <laughs> On the Instagram DM thread. (sighs) It's a bit of a longer one. We have the Chaucer of reviewers. Oh, perfect. Is this Roger Ebert? I, I love when people write like this. Here we go. After having been told my danglies look like an elderly Rastafarian, I decided to take the plunge and buy some of this as previous shaving attempts had only been mildly successful and I nearly put my back out trying to reach the more difficult bits. Being a bit of a romantic, I thought I would do the deed on the missus' birthday as a bit of a treat. I ordered it well in advance and working in the North Sea, I considered myself a a bit above some of the characters writing the previous reviews and wrote them off as soft office types. Oh, my fellow sufferers, how wrong I was. I waited until the other half was tucked up in bed, and after giving some vague hints about a special surprise, I went down to the bathroom. Initially, all went well, and I applied the gel and stood waiting for something to happen. I didn't have long to wait. At first, there was a gentle warmth, which in a matter of seconds was replaced by an intense burning and a feeling (laughs) I can only describe as like being given a barbed wire wedgie by two people intent on hitting the ceiling with my head. (laughs) Religion hadn't featured much in my life until that night. (laughs) But I suddenly became willing to convert to any religion to stop the violent burning around the turd tunnel and what seemed like the destruction of the meat and two veg. Struggling to not bite through my bottom lip, I tried to wash the gel in the sink and only succeeded in blocking the plug hole with a mat of hair. (laughs) Through the haze of tears, I struggled out of the bathroom, across the hall into the kitchen. By this time, walking was not really possible, and I crawled the final yard to the fridge in the hope of some form of cold relief. I yanked the freezer drawer out and found a tub of ice cream. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Tore the lid off. Straddle it, son. And positioned it under me. (laughs) Ride the rocket. <laughs> the relief was fantastic, but only temporary as it melted fairly quickly and the fiery stabbing soon returned. <gasps> Due to the shape of the ice cream tub, I hadn't managed to give the starfish any treatment. <laughs> and I groped around in the drawer for something else as I was sure my vision was going to fall <laughs> fairly soon. <laughs> Fail fairly soon, sorry. I grabbed a bag of what I later found out was frozen sprouts. <laughs> And tore it open, trying to be as quiet as I did so. The 10, the <laughs> 10 millimeter vegetable anal beads <laughs> of the fruit world. I took a handful of them and tried in vain to clench some between the cheeks of my ass. <laughs> this is not doing the trick, as some of the gel had found its way up the chutney channel. <laughs> and it felt like the space shuttle was running its engines behind me. <laughs> this... this <laughs> This is probably the <laughs> this is probably the <laughs> Rick is, is crying's <laughs> got <There are> tears <laughs> rolling down his cheeks. <laughs> this oh. is probably and hopefully the only time in my life I was going to wish there was a gay snowman in the kitchen <laughs> which could give me some <laughs> idea of the depths <laughs> of the <laughs> way I was willing to sink in order to ease the pain. <laughs> we are, I'm sorry. The only, the only solution my pain crazed mind could come up with was to gently ease one of the sprouts where no veg had gone before. Oh no! Unfortunately, alerted. A sprout by, is enormous. Unfortunately, alerted by the strange grunts coming from the kitchen. His the wife. Other, surely, the, the other half chose that moment to come and investigate oh, and was wife. greeted by the sight of me, ass in the air. <laughs> Strawberry ice cream dripping from my bell end, pushing a sprout on my ass while muttering, Oh, that feels good. <laughs> Understandably, this was a shock to her, and she let out a scream. <laughs> and, and as I hadn't heard her come in, it caused quite an involuntary spasm of shock in myself, which resulted which resulted in the sprout being ejected at quite some speed in her direction. (laughs) I can understand that having a sprout farted against your leg at 11 at night in the kitchen probably wasn't the special surprise (laughs) she was expecting and having to explain to the kids the next day what the strange (laughs) hole in the ice cream was didn't improve my status. They kept the ice cream? Who are these animals? (laughs) Throw it out. So to sum it up, Veet removes hair, dignity, and (laughs) (laughs) self-respect. I still reckon the concept of those poor kids. (laughs) Questions. One, if you encounter this as a couple and there is an incident where one of you... I assumedly the man ends up with ice cream all over his dick and a sprout in his asshole. <laughs> then guess what gets thrown out? Ice cream and sprouts. And do you know what? Men's communication skills are pretty subpar at the best of times, oh, especially in relationships. And you and I can can both attest to that. But at the same time that, Do you reckon? do you reckon there was any chance that the woman walked in and was just like, Gerald, I never knew this about you. <laughs> And then starts thinking that like, wow, maybe we should talk more about <laughs> yeah, what you like. I, I didn't realise you're into sprouting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've been a sprouter this, from, yeah. from when I was a young just girl. Tears off her ninety. <laughs> like, let's do sprouts. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's just sprouts. Just drop <laughs> on the floor like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> rabbit shit. Blah 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 I've been doing my kegels. <laughs> uh. So that is. That is one star reservoir for yet another week, which means oh, oh that God. the the main course, the plat du jour, belongs to one Mister Gus. Gus. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yep. We agreed. No. No last names. We agreed. No last <laughs> names. <laughs> when we met at that s- sprouting <laughs> fetish room. <laughs> no last names. Safe word is banana. <laughs> Safe word is put the ice cream back in the freezer. The kids might want some. <laughs> Seems a bit long for a safe word. No, but it's accurate. Right. So it's time for the shit show story time. Gus has gone through the annals of history to find the greatest dumpster fire that he can. Gus, what have you got for us this week, bud? All righty. I'm taking you. I'm taking you back. Back for you or back in general? Back for me. So 1985. 1940. <laughs> we going So back. just the same as last time. We're going back. Let me guess. It's wartime. There's a <laughs> ship. <laughs> and my God, the blandest conference of all time <laughs> is happening in Iran. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear this intro. Perfect. All right. So I'm taking you to Turkmen Soviet Socialist Republic. Turkmenistan. As it's known now. So, it's a young man. His name is Sapamurat I- Atayevich Niazov. <laughs> oh, my God. Born 1940. This, this is going to be just the best <laughs> story time ever. <laughs> I am going to, for a number of reasons, refer to this young man as the rat. And I will not... Accept that. <laughs> no. I want full names every time. The rat. I need you to immerse me in history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So according to the official version of his biography, uh, his father, Adam Myrat Niyazov, <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. Splinter, <laughs> <laughs> his father's <laughs> fought in the Hanoi sewers. <laughs> <laughs> against the French colonialists. All running around sans tails. <laughs> sans tails. Uh, died Your dad lost a tail <laughs> in the war. <laughs> so according to his biography, his dad died in World War Two fighting against Nazi Germany, while other sources contend that his dad dodged fighting and was therefore sentenced to death by a military court. <laughs> Either way, wow. he died in wartime. <laughs> A land of two extremes, isn't it? It's polar opposite. Like there's nothing in the middle there. It wasn't just like he dodged the draft and led a seemingly unimportant life. <laughs> was jailed for twelve days, but ultimately, ultimately didn't really affect was, was his fine. life. Had a family, raised some sheep. Nope, <laughs> dead, dead, <laughs> in one way or another. Wow, that's a brutal punishment as well. <laughs> uh, so then, so his dad's dead. Other members. Of <laughs> <laughs> Quick recap. <laughs> With, with all the care that you would say in a pub conversation. Anyways, dad's dead. and uh, I just want you to be up to speed. So, so the rat's father, <laughs> Splinter, dead. Shortly after this, the other members of his family are killed in the 1948 Ashgabat earthquake. The way you were delivering this. Is bizarre. It's like it's just literally water under the bridge, just sweeping under the guy. Was like, anyway, his whole family's dead. That's what you need to know. You wait till you hear this story, okay. and you also will not care. Okay, all right. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so he grew up in a Soviet orphanage, which is way worse than a regular orphanage. Horrible. Just cannot imagine how few things there are to do in there. Uh, Before the state... All they had were five millimetre balls. (laughs) And their own dicks. (laughs) I'll tell you what, never say those commies don't know how to party. (laughs) Someone's mum hopefully did. Uh, So then the state puts him in the custody of a distant relative. Now... What other fictional story does this this sound like? Is this a series of unfortunate (laughs) events? Is this Count Olaf? Does this not sound like the start of Batman? (laughs) Is this Ratman? It's Ratman. (laughs) And they would call him from that day forth, Ratman. (laughs) By day, John Ratman. (laughs) By night, Ratman. Oh, amazing. So, he finishes school in 1959, uh, works as an instructor in the Turkmen Trade Union Exploratory Committee, which sounds riveting. <laughs> 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 that probably was riveting in the, in the USSR, to be fair. Oh, oh, yeah. My God. The more words it had, the more important you were. Isn't that how it worked? I think so. He then studies at the Leningrad Polytechnic Institute... <laughs> Keep hitting me with them. <laughs> We're in 1967. Oh. Receives a, displo- uh, a diploma. In in a- what? <laughs> Another five word course? No, electrical engineer. Oh, okay. He's a Sparky. Okay. <laughs> Ratman the Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the Aussie he's hero ele- we he's wanted, a- he's the Aussie hero we deserve. He's an electric rat. He's Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> After graduating, Pikachu went to study in Russia. <laughs> Paul was expelled a few years later for academic failure Which is insane considering his classmates were actual bears (laughs) 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 Every time Every time (laughs) Alright, so in 1962, the rat starts his political career, (laughs) becoming a member of the Communist Party. (laughs) Was there any other, though? Shit, no. I love that. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) he became a member, and it's just like, how hard was that membership? I want to join. Great. End of story. (laughs) You're in. That's all we've got. Uh, He quickly rises through the ranks, uh, becoming first secretary of the Ashgabat City Committee, which I think is just being a local mayor. (laughs) Uh, then the first secretary of Just the being co- a local goon <laughs> He's a standover man uh, And then first secretary of the Communist Party of the Turkmen SSR in 1985 yep. So he gains his post after The one and only Mikhail Gorbachev Removes his predecessor <laughs> <laughs> Because he was involved In a cotton related scandal It's <laughs> all what? I've got on that <laughs> I searched for more <laughs> I, I assume it was a simpler time, heaps worse time. <laughs> that is one of the most communist things I've ever heard. It was like, <laughs> due to a cotton problem, three million people are now dead. <laughs> so under Ratman, uh, <laughs> Rat the Turkmen Communist Party, had a reputation as one of the most hardline and unreformed party organisations in the Soviet Union. On January... <laughs> so people in the Soviet Union were like... Yikes! Yeah. These dudes are freaks. <laughs> and bear in mind, obviously, the Soviet Union. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the guys in Russia are just like, "There's like, yeah, we're hard." Like it's like that guy who goes too hard at training at footy, oh, and yeah. he was like, "You need to calm down." <laughs> that is Turkmenistan. It's gonna be. There's t- like this dude's gonna punch on in a game, <laughs> and it was like, "Look, guys, we're not about that." And he's like, "I don't care." Back of the head, <laughs> rabbit punch. Turkmenistan headbutts people in the warm up. Yeah. So, January 13th, 1990. The Rat becomes chairman of the Supreme Soviet of the Turkmen SSR, which is the Supreme Legislative Body, a.k.a. he is at the the highest office. He's just like the president or whatever. Absolutely. Uh, He's still in the SSR, though. Right, right, yeah. So, at the beginning, the Rat's fiercely loyal to the USSR. But as soon as the Soviet Union starts to fall in 1991... He quickly separates the newly called Turkmenistan from their overlord and declared himself the country's first president. Sure. That, of course, was done without asking a single person's opinion (laughs) or advice or permission. (laughs) But in a year, he did a proper presidential election and won. He received (laughs) 99.3% of the vote. I was about to say, that does not sound... Like a legit election. 99.3% of the vote. Well. He was the only candidate. Yeah. (laughs) No one else on the ballot. Just him. And he still missed 0.7% of the vote. And they had a 99 point. (laughs) Dead Chuck. (laughs) Dead dead Chuck coming for you, (laughs) the rat. He's coming. Uh, So to celebrate such a great occasion, he changes his name. (laughs) What? To Turkmen Bashi which again sounds like a Pokemon <laughs> Turkmen, the unevolved version, becomes Turkmen Bashi, which then becomes Turkmenazar. Turkmenazad! <laughs> that is the best. But Turkmen Bashi means leader of all Turkmen. <laughs> But that's not enough. And in '92, he extends his rule to ten years. I'm sorry, I'm still not over Turkmenizad. <laughs> Rick has played Turkmenizad. I really, I really want someone who's listening to this who has any sort of drawing ability <laughs> to draw Ill- us Turkmenizad. <laughs> draw us Turkmenizad. This is the point at which I should describe the rat. <laughs> you should. <laughs> He is as close to a human form of the McDonald's character Grimace (laughs) as a human has been. He is a fat, stupid piece of shit. What are we talking about? Hair? Eyebrows? Do we have defining features for the people? He has an incredible head of hair. What Umbe- colour is it? Unbelievable. It's, it's Jet like, black. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> to match his black shark eyes. <laughs> so as you can tell, this guy is bizarre. <laughs> You're painting quite a picture. <laughs> he is the size of an island with big old shark eyes, but a glorious Elvis-style head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, so people, <laughs> show us Turkmen as art. <laughs> You have the power. All righty. So, in 92 he extends his rule to 10 years. Nobody seems to give a shit. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. And in 93, what is, sorry. What do you think the the longest term of office for someone is? Is that like 4 years? 4, four? 5 years? Maybe uh, Oh, yeah, like in one in that's one election. Like double. Yeah, that's five. like double that. That's crazy. Well, you're going to lose it when you find this out. In 93, he simply declares himself president for life. <laughs> Which no, no returns. No one seems to care. No backsies. So at the start of his presidency, he focuses on investing in oil refineries, factories and production. He starts textile industry back up. He abolishes the death penalty. He grants everyone human rights. He focuses on keeping Turkmenistan out of any wars. He made water, gas and electricity sales, and refined salt was free for everybody. Also, so were water, gas and electricity. <laughs> Oh, free? Free. Wow. Free utilities. And free salt? And free salt. salt. (laughs) Oh, damn. Only refined. (laughs) Refined salt. (laughs) None of that cool natural salt. (laughs) You go buy that. So I feel like he kept it together for about six and a half seconds. He decided, righto, time to take advantage of this whole being a dictator thing and jump the fucking shark. (laughs) And by this, I mean like an entitled rich kid with a permanent marker who lives in Double Bay. He started writing his name on shops and shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> he bought a can of paint and <laughs> decided all this shit be Turkmen bashis. <laughs> and this is mine. And, <laughs> and this, this is, is mine. <laughs> and that is also mine. <laughs> Here's a list of things he named after himself. The airport in the capital city. Of course. Turkmen bashi, Strong. Dozens of streets and schools across the country. Okay. Turkmen bashi. Yep. In 98, a 670-pound meteorite lands in Turkmenistan. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Scientists name it Turkmenbashi. (laughs) The the name of the large port city. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Krasnovodsk was changed to Turkmenbashi. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thought it might have gone another way there. (laughs) The national drink. (laughs) What? Turkmenbashi Vodka. (laughs) He starts his own vodka company. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the greatest... He, cre- he gets all three state-owned TV stations And he makes them into one station That show the same thing on three different channels What? It's called Turkmen Bashi TV uh, All Turkmen Bashi all the time No! And it's his favourite shows and interviews with him No 24-7, around the clock <laughs> <laughs> It's awful the image of his face was used as the logo of all three of the TV stations, <laughs> and was legally required to appear on every clock and watch face. What in the country? Watch face? Yeah, you got a you got watch. It better gotta have a face. <laughs> you got a watch. You gotta got a face, face of Turkmen <laughs> Bashi. <laughs> so, thinking that that was probably enough for a normal person was nothing that entered Turkmenbashi's mind because he turned his thoughts (laughs) to renaming time itself What? He renames the calendar January becomes Turkmenbashi (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so many problems must (laughs) arise from this this So you land at Turkmenbashi at Turkmenbashi (laughs) (laughs) o'clock on the 13th of Turkmenbashi Which you can tell by looking at the face of Turkmenbashi (laughs) on your arm (laughs) Oh, my God. Gotta watch, gotta face. Oh. So, to keep the ball rolling, he renames every month of the year and days of the week after important Turkmen figures, writers, poets, events, and most importantly, himself and his close <laughs> family members. Oh, my God. Then, weirdly, he changes the word bread to his mother's name. What? <laughs> the guy is- Give me a slice of Margot. Margot. <laughs> That is so um, intense. I'll take the uh, rye Thanks. <laughs> a loaf. Yeah, two loaves. Two, two loaves, loaves of rag. margot. Multigrain? Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> drunk with power, but also drunk. The guy is a rampant <laughs> alcoholic. <laughs> On Turkmen Bashy Vodka. On Turkmen Bashy Vodka, uh, which also bears his face. Uh <laughs> Then he invents a new alphabet. Does he also face bears? (laughs) (laughs) He's still so dark on the bears, they got him kicked out of (laughs) Russian college. (laughs) He never got to party at Alpha Alpha Turkmenbashi. (laughs) 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 All those fuckwits down at Bear Kappa Alpha. (laughs) Oh, too, uh, too many pranks. So good. Then he invents a new alphabet because he, was a, he was a great scholar that clearly had passed uni. <laughs> new linguistics. Yep. He changes it from Cyrillic to his version of Latin. I tried to read it. It's really fucking weird. Oh, wow. Super odd. Uh, then he doesn't forget to go full ham and put a portrait of himself on every street. House and public building in the country. Oh my god! He makes every household what? fly a flag of Turkmenistan. On top of it all, he changes the national anthem. To mention how awesome he is. No way. Yeah, this is in 1995. So is recently that like recently enough that it's in our lifetime? So is that like Australians all let us rejoice? I'm a sick bloke. Get around me. <laughs> yeah. Is like the next line. It's a hundred percent that. He basically he takes the national anthem and changes the part that says our people to Turkmenbashi. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I surprised? (laughs) Why am I surprised? (laughs) The the guy is just pissed (laughs) 24-7 and he wakes up in the morning and he's like, I reckon he had a chocolate wheel in the house. And he's like, shit, I haven't named Turkmenbashi. (laughs) And it's just two things left at the end of it. So then once he gets uh done with putting his name on literally everything that ever existed, <laughs> then he starts banning shit. So he starts by outlawing ballet and opera. He bans men from listening to car radios. What? just men. Just men. Women, <laughs> go for your life. <laughs> Enjoy your Kyle life. and Jackie O. <laughs> or as I should say, Turkmen <laughs> Bashi and Turkmen Bashi. <laughs> 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 then he bans the use of words On street signs I thought, you were about, I thought that was the end of the sentence He banned <laughs> <And> words <laughs> Everyone had to get American Sign Language <laughs> <laughs> Enforced Which of course was changed to Turkmenbashi Sign Language <laughs> He bans the use Of words on street signs So all street names are changed to numbers What? For no reason so people just lived on 113 Turkmen bashi. <laughs> oh, my God. Then he bans the use of recorded music at weddings and other public events, which personally I'm all in yeah, favour of a, well, as you, a card-carrying yeah. musician. What a, what a- <laughs> Maybe we've painted this guy a little too harshly. Maybe he's got some good ideas. <laughs> He's the He should be the next Premier of New South Wales. It was, he's going to bring live music back. <laughs> and, uh, please, uh, welcome up to the stage to sing our next song, Turkmen Bashi by Starlight, the one and only Turkmen, Turkmen Bashi. <laughs> Shortly following this, we'll bring you Turkmen Bashy, Turkmen <laughs> Bashi, and fly me to the Turkmen Bashy. <laughs> uh, then he gives up smoking because his wife is like, you are very fat and you will die. <laughs> I assume exactly like that because the women behind powerful men are badasses. Oh, yeah. Full badasses. Oh, yeah. They're taking none of that shit. No. Nah. So he has to give up smoking after he has major heart surgery in 97. So he forces the whole country to give up smoking. No. Smoking way. is banned. <laughs> oh my It's so much easier When other people Are doing it with you Other people in this instance Being all of Turkmenistan Holy shit Uh Young <laughs> Oh That is like me Forcing everyone to go on my Crazy high protein High fat Low carb diet <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my god. If I wake up tomorrow and I just see Rigman bashy written on literally everything in Stanmore, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. That's pretty rich for someone with a very nice house on 40 Turkmen ha <laughs> Uh, then young men of uh, <laughs> young men were banned from having beards or wearing long hair. What? Uh, and citizens are then ordered to get their gold teeth extracted. <laughs> which which <laughs> what? comes? What is the reasoning <laughs> which behind comes that? Comes with this insane quote. So gold teeth are discouraged because <laughs> the rat suggests that the populace chew on bones to strengthen their teeth and lessen the rate at which they fall out. He says, "I watched young dogs when I was young." They were given bones to gnaw on to strengthen their teeth. Those of you whose teeth have fallen out did not chew on bones. This is my advice. I am Turkmenbashi. Okay, so he is now relating all citizens of the country that he runs as dogs. Dogs, correct. Great. Which is a bit rich from a guy who is pissing on everything. (laughs) (laughs) ha! He bans news reporters and presenters from wearing makeup on television. According to some reports, he felt... Presenters he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a real feminist. <laughs> he loves You it. don't need makeup. <laughs> well, also, his eyesight was terrible. According to some reports, he felt presenters should appear natural on screen. But most people allege the reason was because he found it difficult to distinguish male anchors from female anchors. What? Bizarre. Big old shark eyes, can't see shit. <laughs> Welcome to Turkmenistan today on Turkmenbashi TV. This hour, Turkmenbashi is awesome. I really like what this amorphous blob is telling me. <laughs> so then he bans internet cafes and the internet. Ah, uh, what? Yep, whole internet. He doesn't do a China and just sort of restrict it. He just bans the whole thing. What? He bans the internet. That, this is recently do do enough. <laughs> I assume that you say, great. So uh, everyone with a computer, you should Turkmen Bashy that out the front of your Turkmen Bashy. <laughs> then the Turkmen Bashy will rock up and give you a newer, better book. I feel like it's a giant cartoon switch <laughs> where like a large animated cat just goes. <laughs> boom, <laughs> and it just, everything gets switched the off. Internet on yeah off off <laughs> that's that's literally all it is so he's done all of that insane shit and obviously has a bit of time left on his hands now and goes great time to write my great turkmenbashi novel oh my God. <laughs> which is his glamorous biography that quickly becomes the history of all things turkmenistan No. and a religious book what yes he Much, writes a Bible. He writes the Bible. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> oh called it's called Rumana. <laughs> this dude is cooked. <laughs> it's called Rumana. It's about how to be a great man like Turkmen bashi, and how everyth- and everything else that a true Turkmen should know. He makes it part of the learning curriculum of, of course. Every school and university in Turkmenistan. Of course. He puts it in every library, every home. Every mosque, and then he makes it an integral part of getting your driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who gives right of way first? Turkmenbashi. <laughs> Turkmenbashi. <Selecious>. Ba- <laughs> Turkmen Next question. <laughs> At what age did Turkmenbashi take the throne? <laughs> Why is this relevant? <laughs> if your answer was D, he was born on it and came from the heavens. Correct. Correct. Have a license. <laughs> <laughs> give Turkmen bashy. Uh Then he builds a giant fucking statue of this book. I'm not kidding. So, a huge sorry, wait. A statue of a book. He builds a 30-foot high gold statue of his book. It's a physical... It's a It's a book statue. It's a book statue. So it's a giant thing made out of bronze or whatever. Gold. And it you is gold. gold. Of course it is. Yeah. Why would I... I feel like I an idiot. <laughs> Why would you assume it's not gold? I know. Why would it be bronze? The worst of all the medals, as the <laughs> Olympics has taught us. And it's a giant book. Yes, uh, but not only a giant book, it's a mechanical book. It was built in... So you write it like <laughs> drunk Texans? <laughs> not a, a it's mechanical book. Write a book. mechanical book. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get caught in the wrong pages. It'll <laughs> kill you. Um, it opens up every hour and it reads a chapter. What? Along with a giant screen that plays accompanying images. This was built in 2001. Sounds <laughs> like it was built in fucking 3001. <laughs> it's, what it's, the hell? It's incredible. That sounds um, insane. So then he awards himself the Natural, National Literature Award for this cool book. Who needs the Nobel Prize? Um, then he inexplicably starts closing shit in rural areas. Like important shit. Hospitals and libraries. Oh. <laughs> the same libraries that held his piece of shit, self-aggrandizing, <laughs> <laughs> fucking wank mass- <laughs> wank piece, uh, the rumen. 15,000 people lose their jobs overnight. Ooh. And it's all because Turkmenbashi says, if you're sick, you should come to the city, which is a bit of a fucking drama because in the process of all of this stuff... People are poor. Yeah. He has not been feeding money back into the populace. Yeah. But he's been trying to keep people at bay by being like hey, you water, gas, electricity and copies of the rumen are all free. What else do you want? <laughs> and people like money, please. To buy the food that we need to live. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh all the all the <laughs> the time that he is And at the same time, rather, he's building giant gold statues of books that mechanically open every hour and (laughs) scream his shit pros at you. Um, Which is crazy. Like, do they get Disney Imagineers to make that? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Because you wouldn't want to waste it. That's a great gig for a sculptor. Oh, yeah. So his reign continues. People are annoyed, but they also kind of love him. It's bizarre. They're poor. Nothing is happening. Everything's called Turkmenbashi. The streets are all numbers. There's fucking copies of this terrible book. It's it's literally like if Tom Clancy was the head of an ex-Soviet state and was like, cool. So Ice Station, that's a, that's a Bible. Rainbow Six. <laughs> you, you're I all made living, a statue of it. You're all living according to that. Um, so as rain continues, he decides to just keep, Building shit. He just keeps building insane Accent shit. On the shit. Yeah, completely. So he decides Turkmenistan, huge desert. The climate is hot AF. <laughs> so he decides, you know what? Time to build an ice palace. What in the middle of the desert? What for a thousand people? Is it what? Yeah, he builds he builds a fucking ice palace in the middle of the desert. Do you know how much that would cost to fucking run? Okay. Free electricity. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Because Turkmenistan has the fifth largest reservoir of gas and oil on the planet. Ah. Which should mean all its citizens are really fucking rich. However, he's selling all of the oil and all of the gas and using it on his own personal expenses and cabinet, and the people are seeing none of it. All they're seeing is a fucking ice palace and a golden book (laughs) going, "Uh, I haven't eaten in three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do. So he hears the people out crying and says, great, have a public holiday. (laughs) 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 I hear what you're saying. You're poor and you have no food. Here's what I'm going to do. Take a day off. Take a day off. Take a day off. uh, Not from famine, because that shit forever. But take a day off from talking to me about it. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, he declares Melon Day, where the whole country will appreciate his favourite fruit, the fucking melon. (laughs) This dude is a melon. (laughs) He's the worst. Yay, say the people. When is it? Hold on, says the rat... (laughs) Second Sunday of August, he puts a public holiday on a weekend. This guy is the actual shittest. The people (laughs) are pissed, (laughs) so so pissed. And then and there's no rollover. No, they don't live in God's country. (laughs) Certainly not. Uh, So it's all of this starts to make sense when I stumble across at this account from a guy who used to work on his property, who says this. The guy, the, the employee wore a helmet and body armour, not for protection from assassins, <laughs> but for protection from the rat. The president would get high AF and run around shooting pistols. What? He shot at my friend, but the rat had to quit drugs. His wife made him, said his heart couldn't take them. Oh my God. He used to import meth. What? He was the head, he was the dictator of Turkmenistan and it's on record that he imported meth ton upon ton of meth. Oh my god. He was a meth head prez? He was a meth head prez. What? So, on November the 25th, 2002, his car's fired upon by an unknown assailant. Although it's dangerous, it's also a great excuse for the rat to arrest anybody he fucking wants to. So he does. A couple of thousand people end up in prison for all kinds of bullshit. However, former Foreign Minister Boris (laughs) Shikmuradov. (laughs) <laughs> Smeerdogarov <Nailed it>. <laughs> was was named as the man behind the alleged plot and sentenced to life in prison in some kind of weird TV trial. His uh, whole his whole TV his whole trial is televised on Turkmenbashi, Turkmenbashi TV. <laughs> yep, times three channels, <laughs> all Turkmenbashi, seven. all the time. It includes a tape confession in which he says, "I'm a drug addict and I hired mercenaries for the attack." Sounds forced. Yeah. So Boris also no, doesn't it sound super <laughs> Sounds natural. legit Boris also happened to be the rat's only political rival So oh, The rat calls wow. an election With his only rival in prison He wins 99.99% of the votes Oh my god Easy peasy And he didn't have to He's president for life He just did it because the people were he's like a good guy Yeah The people were, were like Hey what are our other options And he said Cool I'll call an election And so these guys on the ballot the whole way up then all of a sudden, bang, prison, can't be in an office when you're in prison, oh. runs unopposed. So then some, some kid posts unfavourable posters saying the rat was not as great as he claimed to be. This kid is never caught. So this is what the rat does. Fires his cabinet, the chief of police, director of the police academy, just all gone overnight oh. <laughs> because they couldn't find the kid. So... Everyone is still pissed. Real, not as pissed as Turkmenbashi, because he is really, really... <laughs> Jeez. He's high on meth, and he's drinking a lot of vodka. This dude is a human train wreck. It's fucking crazy. Um, so the rat decides that uh, he'll meet it head on in 2004. And he gives every female in the country 200,000 marat. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like you actually gave it a shot there. You put accent on it. Uh huh. It's 38 Australian dollars. (laughs) (laughs) To everybody. That covers up that in January 2006, a third of the country's elderly had their pensions discontinued, while another 200,000 had theirs reduced. Pensions received during the prior two years were ordered paid back to the state. A bunch of Turkmenistan citizens die as a result of this. Lots of the elderly pass away. Uh, and the foreign media start to get involved. In March 2006, the Rats recorded a saying that he had interceded with God to ensure that any student... <laughs> Sorry, with who? Uh, God. God the Almighty. God the Almighty. Okay. Uh, to ensure that any student who read his book three times would automatically get into heaven. So, so it's, 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 it's the reverse Candyman. <laughs> the reverse s- Bloody Mary. God, it's a good campaign strategy, though. He's, the book sales went through the roof. Yeah. Say the rat three <laughs> times and you get into heaven. <laughs> then, December 21st, 2006, Turkmen Bashi TV announced with regret the rat has died. A sudden heart attack. Or perhaps just the impending <laughs> incredible fat that has been creeping up his neck and into his brain. What is the what? What is the death certificate age? Immortal. Oh. <laughs> he's. It says that he's aged sixty six, but the doctor said this horse should never race again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, his name no predecessor, uh, no successor. Sorry, uh, leaves all of his. Earthly possessions to some weird dentist. What? Like not even his wife. No, nope, not even his, no, not even his wife. He leaves leaves him to a dentist. Uh, the guy who's supposed to assume the presidency doesn't because the deputy prime minister uh, is named as the president because he organises a six state funeral for the rat, <laughs> and somehow the guy who was supposed to is arrested as well. So, the bloke who ascends to the throne is Gurbanguli Berdimuhamedov, (laughs) who I will will refer to as The Meadow. (laughs) Why The (laughs) Meadow? Because that's the last five letters of his name, (laughs) (laughs) or (laughs) flushing for the remainder of this. So he then gets up. He wins in a landslide in uh, in the election, and he proceeds to undo most of the rat's work. Finally, promising the people they'd never he'd never name heaps of stuff. He wouldn't erect golden statues. Wouldn't make them super poor. Uh, <laughs> oh, he did it, didn't he? 2013. Oh, the no. Runamas removed from public schools. The, following, the Bible. Yes. The following year. The new president, the Meadow, declares that all Turkmen universities would no longer test applicants on their knowledge of the book. However, I feel like this following this, however. the Meadow's book... Oh, what? begins to be included in coursework. No. In 2015 a golden statue of the meadow riding a no. horse atop a white marble cliff <laughs> is erected. <laughs> in January 2018, the meadow ordered the impounding of black cars in the capital because he considered the colour white to be lucky. Police what? seized dark coloured vehicles and their owners were told they must pay to have them repainted silver or white. Oh my the God. capital, known as the City of White Marble, holds the world record of the highest concentration of white marble buildings. <laughs> the meadow has then said that uh, he, he then appears in a rap video with his grandson <laughs> he then declares on camera I'm a DJ while pumping weights what finally January 2019 what January 2019 The Meadow says the government will gradually end state funding of the Academy of Sciences in Turkmenistan. It will be phased out in three years to be replaced by a new academy, which is based on the beliefs of none other than the Meadow. He's getting rid of science. He's putting himself in power. Turkmenistan is the most oppressive country on the planet still, and also 94% of its country live in poverty gross that is the story of ratman aka turkmenistan oh wow holy shit what oh man that that whole place and those do dudes are the pits god it's bad it's it's just so bad the other thing about turkmenistan is and and this is one of those things that I remember looking it up, but I never got to do it because there's not much legs in it. But there is a thing called the gas crater in Turkmenistan. Oh, yeah. Have you heard it's about this insanity. thing? It's so, insanity. I found it in research as well. And so basically Holy for our crap. listeners, basically what they tried to do is they tried to dig up this uh, this gas field. Uh, and what happened was all of the earth collapsed underneath the, the equipment and they fucking all fell in and this fire started burning because of all the gas. Yeah. So they, they did what any rational Turkmen Bashi would do and said, cool, let's set the whole thing on fire. It on it'll, fi- it'll burn it'll out burn eventually. Out. It is now 40 or 50 years later. It's still burning. It's mental. It's like, it's called like the gates of hell the or something. Hell. Like it's a tourist attraction. <sighs> like people go there now. Look up pictures of it. It's the, the, crazy. The thing, I've, I have seen it's it. It's full blown lava. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the only other thing is that the website uh for the Ruman, the book of uh Turkmenbashi, uh his Bible that he was uh, that he was handing out. Yeah. The website was up until two years ago. <laughs> it's just www.ruman.biz. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> Dot biz. Dot biz. And it's it's got this uh these screenshots from it. And there's a blood oath that people had oh to sign God. to Turkmen Bashi. It's written on the website. And this is the official website from the government with the seal on it. It's written in Comic Sans. No <laughs> way. <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable. Find a screenshot, we'll post it up. But yes, that is the story of Turkmen Bashi, AKA Turkmenazard. Mate, that is huge. Thank you so much for that. And guys, if you want to I, I really, really want to get our more creative members of our listenership Turk to Menazard. to try to animate what they think Turkmenazard looks like. Oh. A Pokemon, a deity somehow, a an absolute dictator and warlord. It's put it, it all together, jabber, create a weird jabber the hut with Pokemon with Pikachu's face. And shark eyes. Oh. Just Put it all together, send us a bloody photo of it. We are going to put it up, whatever you send us. And where you do want to send it to is through our Instagram, which is at Gus and Rigg, G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G, or look us up, Show on Facebook, or send us an email, shitshow.au at gmail.com. Yes, that is uh, pretty much it, I think. You got big plans for tonight, now we're done? No, mate, I don't think I'm just going to... Chill at home, put 70 metal balls up my dick hole. Yeah, cool. I'm going to go put my dick in a tub of ice cream, put sprouts in my anus. We'll see you next week. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez, God. laughs> guys.